Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 23rd, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today on another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast. Today, right before the draft, we're going to cover the hidden gems in this year's 2022 NBA draft. You've heard of all the top four guys. You've heard most of the guys in the lottery, even some of the guys in the first round. I'm going to cover some of the hidden gems, mainly mainly all second rounders. Some going to be undrafted players that you may not know that you need to know. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Because after a certain point, the first rounders are just boring. So here we go. The first player, the best player that you do not know, that you need to know, in my opinion, is Jordan Hall, the 6'8 guard from St. Joseph's. I've been screaming his name all offseason because he's one of my favorite prospects. He could have came out last year when he averaged 10, 10, 6, and 6. He returned for his sophomore season, increased all his numbers, 16, averaged 14 points, 6.7 boards, 6 assists, and one steal per game. Shot 36% from three. He is a point forward in the mold of Cade Cunningham. He is an incredible prospect. He can shoot the three-point shot. He can hit the turnaround J. He has a nice handle. He can create his own shot for himself and others. You know, he has a nice hesitation that keeps the defenders on his heels. And he even plays pretty good defense. So, you know... He has passing skills that are ridiculous. And for this year's draft, he for today's NBA, he's going to translate very well. Even though he isn't the fastest guy or most athletic, he can create space to hit the jumper or drive to the rack. He has a nice array of moves. And, you know, same form that Kate Cunningham is not the fastest. Luka is not the fastest. But they still manipulate the defense with their cleverness if that's a word, <laughs> their ability to score and, you know, just skill all around. So, and, and if he's not going to hit the shot, he's going to find the open man. This is Jordan Hall, 6'8 guard from St. Joseph's. In my opinion, he's a top 10 player in his draft. I have him going 27 to Miami, but there's talk that he may not be drafted. There's talk that he would be a guaranteed second round pick. That talk is wrong. Jordan Hall, name to look out for. Write these down, okay? Write these down. Jordan Hall. Number two on my list, Michael Foster, the six-time power forward from the G League Ignite. He's the guy from the G League Ignite that's being forgotten about. You're hearing about Dyson Daniels. You're hearing about Jaden Hardy. You're hearing about Marjan Bochamp. He is that fourth guy that was a top recruit out of high school as well. Five-star recruit. Could have went to just about any college in the world, in America. Uh, but he decided to go with the G League Ignite. And when you're a bigger guy in on a team with guards that are ball dominant, you can get forgotten about. But Michael Foster averaged 15 points, nine boards, two assists, one steal, and two blocks per game. He's a 19-year-old freshman, shot 31% from three, and has a seven-foot wingspan. That that 31% for three is from the NBA range three as well, not the college three. So that's even more impressive. He's a really big athletic forward, can handle the ball, shoot the outside J, or get himself to the rim. He runs the floor great, has great smooth post moves. He's a, 
like I said, five-star recruit. And honestly, he's the perfect power forward. You know, some people may say you want a power forward that can dribble the ball up the court nowadays. But, you know, in my day, Michael Foster is the perfect point power forward, you know. And, and Michael Foster can dribble the ball up the court, believe it or not. And, you know, shoot the, shoot the three-pointer. So, I mean, he really can do it all. He's a good defender, good shot blocker. He's honestly just a really, really good player and good rebounder. And it's a shame that he has fallen in the draft. And I don't think he should. You know, he got a grown men and outplayed grown NBA players as an 18, 19 year old in the G League, Michael Foster. I have him going 28th in this draft to go to state. That would be a great fit, in my opinion. We will see what happens. Number three, Dominic Barlow. On my hidden gems, Dominic Barlow, 6'9". He's definitely a hidden gem because he played for Overtime Elite. Didn't play for the G League. Didn't play for college. He went and played for Overtime Elite, a league that's in his first year that pretty much are bringing in him and John Montero. But he is 18 years old, 208 pounds, averaged 23 and a half points per game, nine boards, and shot 34% from three. Has great size, great length. He's a really good shooter. Has a really smooth game. Plays slow and under control. He can create his own shot and pull up for the J or drive and get to the rack. He's a great scorer of the basketball. Takes some wild shots at times. He's going to have to rein that in, but he is 18. His level of competition could be an issue because we don't know about the overtime elite first year, but he played great at the combine as well. His skills should translate well to the NBA. You're going to love his size, and he can only going to get bigger, stronger, and better all around. I have him going 30th in this upcoming draft to the Denver Nuggets. I think he would fit well there. Next on my list, I have Christian Brown, the 6'6 guard out of Kansas, scored 14 points, six and a half boards, three assists. Per game, 21-year-old junior, shot 39% from three. If there's anybody you heard from this list, it's probably him. But still, he's going under the radar as a second-round pick. I feel he's a first-round talent. You know, he has athleticism that surprises a lot of people because he doesn't technically look the part of an athletic person, but he is. He has nice control on the way to the rim, makes really tough shots in the paint, plays the passing lane well. Plays to the crowd. You either love him or hate him. You would think he went to Duke, but he went to Kansas. But there's no reason for him not to be successful in the NBA. If you look at Tyler Hero's college highlights, they are the exact same player. Christian Braun averaged the same amount of points and two more rebounds per game. So he's a really good rebounder for his size and play, and he can guard multiple positions. Christian Brown should be a sleeper that you, if you didn't know, you need to learn about. Okay. Hidden gem alert. Next, I have Julian Champagne and, and Christian Braun. I have going 32 overall. Julian Champagne is my next guy. He's 684 from St. John's, averaged 19 points per game, six and a half boards per game, two steals per game. This is, this is some good production right here. And he's a, um, you know, sophomore. Shot 38% from three, 6'10 wingspan. He has a very quick release, great spot up three-point shooter off the dribble. 
He'll jab, jab step you any way you want it. He can hit the three. Really good on-ball defender and help defender. Good passer. Good player all around. He's not super athletic. That's what teams hate. But, you know, I mean, get over yourself. This guy does everything else, you know, and he's athletic enough to be ready to play in the NBA. So his body could be improved, but he's still NBA ready. He has a good handle, good step back, the ability to hit the tough fadeaway, cuts to the rim well, separates on defense well, can create space. He doesn't need much space either. He'll knock it down. But, you know, I think he will flourish in the NBA and a team's going to get a steal because while everyone's looking for the raw prospects like Usman Jing and, you know, Nikolai Jovic or, you know, just guys that are a huge risk, guys like Julian Champagne is going to go to a winning team and, you know, going to make everyone else look stupid. And I had him going 35. Next, I have my going 40th. Is Musa Diabate. I know you haven't heard of that name. <laughs> the 6'10 power four from Michigan. Average 9.6 boards. One assist, one block per game. He's 21 years old, originally from France. Now, he can shoot the three, but not that well. But when it goes in, it, it, it looks good. But he shot 21% from three. But he'll be out there shooting it every now and then. <laughs> he has a, a bit of a weird shot, but it can be fixed. He, he's probably going to have to change his shot and then he'll be a good shooter. But it, his shot kind of has a hitch in it. I mean, you really got to look it up on tape. But he plays great in and around the rim. That's where he needs to stay for now. Great floor runner and cutter to the rim. Plays great off the screen and roll. His size, speed, and athleticism make him a very interesting prospect. Great shot blocker and rim protector. I mean, he's a really good prospect. And he can hit the soft baby hook shot. Has some nice quick moves in and around the paint as well. And he's a guy that most people were kind of expecting him to go back to college. He decided to stay in the draft. Most people think it's because he had a promise. So more than likely, Musa Diabate will be drafted. But where, we don't know. Going 46 overall, I have Orlando Robinson, 6'11 center from Fresno State. Averaged 19 points, eight boards, two assists, one steal, one block. Shot 35% from three, seven four wingspan. He's 22 years old is the only knock you really have against him because he's a very productive big man, can dribble, spin, maneuver his way to the rack, has an array of post moves. He's not just a rim runner or shot blocker. And that's what I like in my centers. You know, there are a lot of centers nowadays that are just rim runners and shot blockers. No offensive touch, no offensive post moves. I don't like that. Orlando Robinson's in the mold that I like, and he can even shoot threes, which goes with today's game. He's a really talented center, has a nice little hook shot as well, can post up, can fade away, can do it all. He still needs to work on his all on his all-around game, you know, polish up some things here and there. But if once he does that, I mean, he can be a starting center in this league. To be getting him in the second round is going to be a steal because he's almost ready. And, you know, 22 years old, to go to an established team, that's that's going to be a great situation for him. Now, who I go, have going 50th, that's Justin Lewis from Marquette, the 6-7 forward, average 17 points, eight boards, almost two assists, two steals per game. He's a 20-year-old freshman, shot 35% from three, 
has a seven two seven foot two wingspan. Justin Lewis plays the he shoots the three very well and confidently, drives to the rack with authority, can hit the pull-up three, plays well in the pros. Looks like a pro in this film. He's a really good player, can can literally do everything. He's not really flashy. He just gets the job done. He's a strong player. He loves that one dribble pull-up. You know, some of his post moves are a bit clunky and overly contested and probably won't work in the NBA. But other than that, he's a good prospect. Very good shooting form and touch, and he can finish with the left as well, which you see a lot of prospects do not even attempt. So Justin Lewis is talented. You have to worry about his size a little bit, but I have him going 50th. Next, I have Iverson Molinar, 6'3 point guard from Mississippi State. Average 17.5 points per game, three boards, 3.5 assists, and one steal per game. Has a 6'8 wingspan. And he's a junior. As a freshman, as a sophomore, his three-point percentage was excellent. As a junior, it dropped down to 25% for some reason. I'm going to trust the first two years, but he has some huge scoring games. He's a really good three-point shooter off the dribble or the spot up. He's an incredible ball handler, gets in the paint, has no trouble finishing amongst bigs or making the correct pass. He easily blows by defenders, making them look silly. Most of the time, he can take over the game for his team, never really gets pressed. He's always under control, doesn't ever seem to get too high or low. He just keeps working. This is Iverson Molinar I'm talking about. You know, he has some games over 30. He kind of reminds me of Terry Rozier. And, you know, he uses his quickness, his body, his hesitation to create space. And he has a great soft touch in the paint. Great crossover as well. I love his tape. To me, he's a top 40 prospect. I just have him going 51st right here. I believe to Golden State. Next, I have Gabe Brown, the Michigan State forward, 6'8", 215. He's 22 years old. He averaged 11 points and four boards, shot 42% from three as a junior and 38% from three as a senior. Gabe Brown is a very athletic player, great hustler, hard worker. He's a lefty. He's the type of player that is all over the court, can hit the step back three. He's NBA ready right now, very athletic. Uh, He most definitely should be drafted. He can score off the dribble, create his own shot. I mean, literally can do it all as well. One of the better small forwards in his draft. He hustles on defense just as much as offense. You know, sometimes it seems like lefties get, you know, penalized because their shot looks unusual. So hopefully that doesn't drop him down because his form looks a little weird, but it's because he's left-handed. But he's a quick player, fast player, intelligent. And you never underestimate a player from Michigan State. They normally come out on top. And, yeah, I have – that was Gabe Brown. I have him going 55. Going 56 in the draft, I have Cameron McGusty. No, you haven't heard this name. Cameron McGusty. Look him up. The 6'5 senior from Miami, 190 pounds. The way everyone's talking about Darion Seabrod, I feel about Cameron McGusty. Not similar players. It just he should be being talked about more. He averaged 18 points, five boards, two and a half assists, two steals. He was the first team all ACC. Shot 35% from three. His tape is great. He has a great handle, nice crossover. Nice hesitation to get wherever he wants on the court, whether it's driving to the rack or pulling up for three. He can hit the step back three as well. Very smooth player. 
can get to the rack at will or with skill or with power. <laughs> He's very fast, quick twitch, quick twitch player. He's hard to defend as well. He's a good shooter, has a nice floater. He can finish with the left or the right, finishes well in traffic. And, you know, he probably has the best finger roll in the whole draft. He's a great creator of steals as well. Just a good shooter, good prospect. Cameron McGusty. I saw his tape late in the process, and I was like, whoa, this guy is immediately moving up, <laughs> you know, from, like, I'm I'm looking in the 70s and on my 70th, 75th prospect, and I see him, and I'm like, whoa, he's immediately going in the 40s, <laughs> you know, because he's better than the last, big group of guys I've looked at and I think Cameron McGusty he may not be drafted but he 100% should be drafted next Isaiah Brockington the 6'4 guard from Iowa State his knock is he's 23 years old he's a senior average 17 and 7 shot 36% from three Isaiah Brockington is a very unique form on his shot he's a high arching shot but it goes in he has great court vision great passer Quick hands on defense, super fast player. He's a lefty as well. He's a gamer. He's clutch. He's confident, and he's a winner. Type of player to put the team on his back and carry him the victory. He uh, has a step back in his game, great crossover, great handle, and, you know, one of the best games in his career. He, against West Virginia, scored 35 points, had five boards and two steals. I mean, I could watch him play all day. He's a pro. You know, he has a quick release, great talent, NBA ready. He just needs to get those assists up if he's going to be a point guard. And, I mean, it could be scary hours for people if it works out for Isaiah Brockington. And right now, I have him going undrafted. I didn't want to have him going undrafted, but that's the situation right now. Hopefully, he will get drafted. Next, I have Jamari Bouye from San Francisco, the 6'2 point guard. Average 17 points, five boards, four assists, two steals, and one block. He's a fifth-year senior, 23 years old, shot 37% from three. Now, if there's anyone that grew up watching Steph Curry play and idolizing his game, it would be Jamari Bouye. He shoots just like Steph, you know, shoots threes like Steph, has a really nice handle, makes terrific passes, plays really under control with the ball. He's just flashed in. He's just a little flashy and extra with his super long range threes, you know, the Steph threes. <laughs> and he'll dance on defenders with the ball, can hit the step back J. The only issue is he had low competition in San Francisco, and he was the man at a small school, so will it translate? If it does, he can be a sleeper. But now it looks like he'll be a top scorer in the G League. You know, he had a game where he scored 36 points against Murray State in the NCAA tournament. Jamari Bouye. Fun, fun, fun player to keep your eye out on. Coming down to our last two, Jabari Walker, the 6'8 forward from Colorado. Average almost 15 points per game, nine boards. He's a 20-year-old sophomore, shot 35% from three. Jabari is a good shooter, can hit the three off the dribble or spotting up, plays well in the post. Nice wingspan of close, it's between 16 and 7 foot. But he's a 19-year-old defender, moves his feet very well, stays with defenders all the way to the basket and contests their shots very well. He's overall a solid forward that can immediately play in the NBA and fill a role. I think Jabari Walker is, I have him undrafted, but I think he's worthy to be drafted 
worthy to fit a role right away. Now for my last and final prospect, Donovan Williams, the 6'6 guard out of UNLV, 21-year-old junior, averaged 13 points, three boards per game, shot 43% from three. This was his first year shooting from shooting well from three, but he did it. He has a quick first step off the dribble, great length and hops, can jump with anybody, can hit the step back three, long arms and speed help him with steals and blocks. He has great, great length. Looks like Derek Jones Jr. out there, and he could be a problem. He puts some weight on himself and becomes a consistent good shooter. He has some nice moves in the paint, can create his own shot, just needs to be more smooth and fluid, which should come with time. You know, he's 6'6", but he looks 6'8 out there with that length. So those are my guys that are my hidden gems. I feel like you need to know. If you don't know, now you know. You better ask somebody. Of course, there's others. You know, I'm going to mention Maker, 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 Maker. You know, I just think he's a big man that's super offensively talent, talented. You can look at A.J. Green from Northern Iowa. I mean, think of if Larry Bird just came from a time machine and got dropped in today's game as a 19-year-old or 20-year-old, that's A.J. Green. Uh, will it work in today's NBA? I don't know. But, you know, there's a lot of guys in this draft, and a lot of them will go undrafted. And that's going to be unfortunate because, you know, it's only 58 picks in this draft. Normally it's 60. And this is a year where it could have been 70 guys drafted, but some guys are going to miss out. So some of these guys that I'm super confident in and I think are hidden gems will be missed on, but they still, their journey is not over if they're not drafted. Think of a guy like Devontae Graham. He was not drafted. Fred Van Fleet, I believe, was not drafted. So the journey is not over, but the talent is there. So, and if you're playing a dynasty league, these are the guys you need to know if you have a late pick or something like that. I will go over the names one more time of my hidden gems, the guys you may not know, but you need to know. Jordan Hall from St. Joseph's, Michael Foster, Dominic Barlow, Christian Brown, Julian Champagne, Musa Diabate, Orlando Robinson, Justin Lewis, Iverson Molinar, Gabe Brown, Cameron McGusty, Isaiah Brockington, Jamari Bouye, Jabari Walker, and Donovan Williams. So that will wrap up today's episode, you know, the last episode before the draft. Christmas Day. It's tomorrow. It's not in the morning, but in the afternoon. Hope you guys have a great day. Thank you all for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Rate, review, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Eventually, I'll get some graphics on here for you guys. I'm working on stuff, but I'm a one-man show, so it's tough. So give me some support. Like the video. Subscribe. And until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.